What up? You're tuning in to the Adventure Between Us podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Finn. And thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, we are really going to be diving into about mental healing. So let's get started. The question I want to ask to start out this episode today is how much of our day-to-day issues, quote-unquote, would disappear if we had mental healing? And what I mean by that is a lot of your thought process and a lot of your daily thought life and just your habits are based out of your mental mindset. And so if your mental mindset is stuck in a negative track or a woe is me track or it's stuck on a track that is not getting you to where you want to be, you're never going to get to where you want to be and you're never going to become who you want to be. So I really question and wonder What would happen if we actually started with mental healing? You know, instead of having a negative mindset of, oh, I have such a horrible relationship with my mother or I am just horrible at math or just all these like negative tracks. Nobody loves me. I'm not good enough. You know, I'm never going to get that job. What if we started every time those thoughts started to come into your mind, we started replacing them with its positive family member of nope. One day I'm going to have a good relationship with my mother. Nope, I'm going to get good at math. I'm going to practice and learn. I am good at math. I am capable and confident. I am enough. People do love me. I love myself. Because mental healing is honestly an outflow of how much you love yourself. And so many people, I don't think they actually understand that. And I didn't understand that as a degree myself because I was so focused on becoming a better version of myself and like doing more and becoming that 2.0 version. But I didn't understand that self-growth first started with self-healing. And self-healing, honestly, I think first truly has to start in the mind as mental healing because everything in your life flows from your mindset. Every battle you face literally starts with your mindset. Every day when you get up, the first thing you do is you think. Even before you get out of bed, you're like, oh, I'm awake. I'm waking up. Even if you don't realize what you're thinking, you are thinking because it's that subconscious train just kind of going up throughout your day. And when you actually become more in tune to your subconscious and actually start to think about those habits that you might not even realize that you do, you start to notice how much, I guess, back noise dialogue you have with yourself. And by back noise dialogue, I mean all those thoughts that you're just constantly thinking that you don't even realize you're thinking because they're the habits of mental thinking. You know, you have like 60,000 some thoughts per day, but 45,000 of those thoughts are literally repetitive. And so half the time you don't even realize that you're thinking them. And more and more lately, as I get in tune to myself and I start to listen to myself and I start to actually focus in on what I'm truly thinking, man, I have a lot of repetitive thoughts. You know, I'll just be sitting there working on a project and next thing you know, I'll be hearing my thoughts in the back of my head basically start talking about something that I'm trying to break a habit out of. And I'm like, whoa, 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 no, but you do. You need to get in tune with yourself and actually start basically finding those little mice in your head in this house that you live in and start killing them off one by one. (laughs) And that's like a really weird concept to think, but honestly, that's how I've started to think about it because I don't know about you, but if you've lived in a house, if you've lived in a camper, if you've lived somewhere long enough, especially in winter, if you live in like a northern state in the U.S., um, you tend to have slight mice problems, especially if it's like an older kind of house. 
I know personally, when I took a vacation for a couple weeks out of my camper and I came back, there was a mouse. Like there was a mouse problem. And so what did we have to do? We had to get a trap. And we actually had to take action to get rid of this mouse because just pretending it wasn't there would not make it go away. And for a few weeks there, we had a slight continual mouse problem of like every handful of days we'd be catching a mouse. But it also dawned on me, and this might be a slight blonde moment in myself, um, I was setting a new trap every time I'd kill a mouse, but what did I have on that trap? Peanut butter. Mice have incredible sense of smell, so they would come and get the peanut butter. And I was like, stop setting a trap and let's see what happens. And since I've stopped setting a trap with peanut butter, I have not had no mice problems because I've killed off probably every mouse in this region by my slight ditzy moment, but also I did exterminate. And that's kind of what we need to do with our mindset is we need to actually take action and exterminate these thoughts. But with that, on the flip side, don't continually just set up peanut butter on a mouse trap and basically get yourself thinking in a negative or a track that gets you to that negative and then you don't have those blockers. You need to have wisdom and discernment on when to stop. You know, if you know that somebody in your life They might not be necessarily a bad person, but you don't like how you feel every time you hang around them. Maybe that's where you need to, A, change your thought life. Like, is it something internally of you just feel jealous or this or that? Or is it, B, you're just not in that season of growth anymore with them? You know, some people are only in your life for a season. And I actually had that with some people in my past of I wasn't necessarily like woo with them, but I also wasn't like hating them. Um, But I would notice after I'd hang out with them or I'd talk to them, majority of the time, I just have like this kind of gross feeling. And then as I thought deeper and I started listening to the subconscious, it just, I didn't like the thoughts I had because I would. I would just kind of complain about how annoying that person was in my head just because it was like one of those people that you had to be like childhood friends with and your mother would be like, oh, be nice to them. Well, I'm an adult now. Um, We have really nothing in common. And I'm going to make the decision for myself and say, listen, this is not healthy for me. It's not healthy for you either because I am not being a genuine friend to you. If I'm thinking negative thoughts about you, like that's not healthy. So first I had to kill off that negative thought train. And then two, I had to reevaluate. Okay, is this person somebody I want in my life? And the truth was at this season and point in my life, it was not somebody I wanted in my life. So I was like, listen, I'm just going to have to put some distance. Like this is not what's healthy for me right now. Because it really was. It was basically just a distraction. And even after I killed off that negative thought, I was just still more neutral of we don't really have a lot in common and I don't really want to talk with you anymore. And sometimes that's also what you just need to do with your thoughts. Is these thoughts in your life might not be good or bad thoughts. They might just be constant thoughts filling up your head. But usually there is always a a more leaning to the good or leaning to the bad with thoughts, most thoughts aren't neutral, but there are some at times that are just, you're trying to figure out a problem and there is just no solution. And with that, you really do need to sometimes just lay things to rest of, you know what? No, this is not taking up rent in my head anymore. No, it's gone. It just, it needs to be done. And sometimes you will have to do that continually of, you know what? I didn't get the consolation 
and the comfort I needed on this like just problem that ended and I don't know what happened but I'm going to stop stressing about it. I'm going to stop thinking about it. I'm going to stop wasting my energy on these thoughts that are not making me be who I want to be. And I'm just going to lay it to rest. And that also takes habit of, nope, I'm not thinking about that. And realigning your thought process. Because true self-healing honestly starts with mental healing. Because you are going to be either your biggest advocate or you're going to be your biggest enemy. And I can truly speak from experience when I say this, it makes a world of difference when you actually start mentally healing, when you get yourself to this place of, you know what? No, I am enough. I don't need authority from anyone else to authorize myself to go after the dreams that I want. I am loved. I am worthy. Like I am wanted because everybody in the world has at least one track deep down that just eats at them more than anything else in their life. Whether it's I'm not good enough or I'm not loved or nobody's friends with me, like I'm all alone. You have a track, a track that eats at you every single day until you tell it to stop. And you might have a few tracks. I've had a few tracks that I've had to really just kill off. You know, and it goes back to discipline, discernment, wisdom, and honestly, also just having that faith of what's meant to be in my life will be. And what's meant to come will come because that also changes a world of difference, you know, especially like when you do, when you have like friendships that just end and you don't really have that, like, just why did it end? And you're just kind of left with what just happened. You know, you go kind of start, stop talking or they just stop talking to you out of the blue and you have no answers for that. That can be really hard, especially if this friendship has literally been in your life for over a decade. And I actually had a friend like that. We were best friends for years all throughout my childhood, middle school, all the way up pretty much through high school until like our last year. And we just kind of started changing and she started changing. And then all of a sudden she just stopped talking to me out of like nowhere. And I never really got an answer because I even did. I was like, hey, did I do something wrong? Can you at least tell me why you're not talking to me? And it was just block not talking to you anymore. And that was really, really frustrating for me. Because I honestly did not know what I did wrong. And I kept feeling as if it was me. I was the problem. But then I had to be like, you know what? I've already asked for forgiveness from her. Because I did. I wrote her a letter like, listen, if I did something wrong, please forgive me. I hope that you would talk to me about it and be a mature adult as we are. Um, But I'm going to respect your wishes. And it was just really hard not to have that like storybook ending of like, okay, it's high school. I graduated. We're done kind of vibe. Um, but rather just that, but with that, I've also had to change my mindset of, you know what? She was in my life for when I needed her to be throughout my middle and high school years. Like I honestly, some of my best childhood memories involved that friendship because my childhood was not always the best. So to have that friend just there that I could constantly go to their house, have all these adventures with, like I needed that. And if she's not in my life anymore now, after high school and after college and all that kind of vibe, then I must not need her in my life for this next season. And you got to switch your mindset from you're losing stuff and, oh, nothing works for me and my head's underwater to, no, things leave my life when they're no longer needed for my 2.0 version. Things leave my life when they are no longer helpful. I'm not losing it. I'm gaining a new freedom. And you have to switch your mindset with that to also switch your mental healing. 
Because if you do, if you just kind of keep on these like wounds almost of, oh, I lost my friends and I lost this job and I'm not where I thought I'd be and this and that and you have this negative track, you're going to continually self-injure yourself mentally. You're going to keep stabbing yourself in the brain, basically hurting yourself and that's not taking care of you. So instead you do, you really need to switch that mindset to, you know what? No, I didn't lose that friendship. I no longer needed that friendship. Like life took it away from me because what is meant to be will be. And the Lord must know that in this next season, that person would end up becoming harmful for me. And I see that now looking back in that season, if we had stayed friends, it would have got toxic because of just who she was becoming and who I was becoming because we were kind of going on different paths of where we want it to be because I wanted to get myself out of the crab bucket and that kind of started brewing jealousy I think within our friendship of oh do you think you're better than me and I'm like no I just want to become better than the person I am now and so with that it honestly really did just brought this new freedom of listen you are not going to be harmed because I'm protecting you because that is what the Lord does and I think we honestly forget that sometimes is the Lord wants what's best for us. You know, Yahshua wants what's best for us. And it's not always going to look like what we think is best for us. But he is. He's a loving, providing, protecting father. And I think sometimes we get forget that when things aren't going the way that we would expect. You know, when we kind of get this like box mindset of, well, I didn't get that job and I didn't get into the college that I want. And I'm like so worried about all this and that. And I lost that friend and I just, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of get yourself in like this like little like whirlwind of milkshaking your thoughts. Um, but you forget that if that friend's no longer in your life, if that job's no longer in your life, if that door closed, it's because he's protecting you. And that is like such a humbling thing when you actually remember that and you take that into reconsideration of, he's protecting me. Like, you know, just as like, if you're a parent, you want to protect your kids. Like, hey, don't touch that fire. It's hot. You know, if, if your baby's about to fall off, like the stairs of that, you grab them because you want to protect them and love them, you know? And that's how it is with our heavenly father is he wants to protect us. But some things also take our own authority and action. Just like as a parent says, hey, don't touch that stove. It's hot you still have the free will to touch that stove and you're going to choose whether or not you're going to touch that stove. And the same goes for our thoughts as he wants us to heal our thoughts. That's why he says to think about things that are pure, lovely, noble, good, and true because he knows if you're just thinking about these negative things that you're mentally injuring yourself and not mentally healing because part of what thinking is love that is good, noble, pure, and true is changing your thought process and your thought life. It's saying, you know what? Life is meant to be for me. What will be, will be. You know, life works out for me. Adulting is easy. You know, the Lord has his best care in store for me. Like you have to actually think of the truth and you have to build that mindset around truth, which can definitely be hard in a society that is very negative prone, but that's not an excuse because every day you will have choices. Your life is made up of thousands of little choices that end up being big choices because we do a lot of times we often kind of just think of oh if I can just if I can just get this much money or if I can just get that job or if I can just get this degree or get that person or get this house like if I can just get that big ticket item you know if I can just defeat Goliath my life will be good but we forget 
that in order to feed that giant, we first have to defeat a bunch of littler things. Bears and tigers and lions. And you have to guard the sheep and protect your mind and clean out the gutter. Because you're not going to be able to run a marathon if your foot is broken. It's simple as that. You need to allow yourself to heal mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Because in order to run that marathon, you need to be in your best condition and that starts mentally healing. Because you cannot run a marathon with a broken foot. I was going to say barefoot, but I mean, that's possible. But no, you cannot run a marathon with a broken foot. And I think a lot of us, we do. We try to run that marathon with a broken foot, but then we get frustrated because it's not working and it's painful and it's hard. We harder than it needs to be if you just had let your foot heal and got in shape and then ran. You know, but now, you know, you're kind of wobbling along. Your foot hurts even more because you're putting on weight. And then if it's in a cast, it's getting all sweaty and gross. And now you're itching and you feel like slimy. Like you're creating your own misery. And that's what I'm talking about mentally is we create our own misery when we don't mentally heal. So I really challenge you to find 15 minutes today, even 10 minutes. Just set a timer on your phone for 10 minutes and just just kind of clear out your thoughts and just start to listen to yourself and listen to what thoughts start to immediately pop into your head because i can guarantee the thoughts that immediately start popping into your head are what you're subconsciously thinking about the most and that's where your healing needs to start in evaluating of are these thoughts bringing me closer to where i want to be or are they taking me farther away thank you so much for listening peace out girl scouts